0: The year is 2072. You have a 3 p.m. work meeting and it's your turn to choose the location. You've never been to the Great Pyramid of Giza before, so you figure it's the perfect place to go over Q3 earnings. As you and your coworkers settle in, you take in the sights and sounds of the calm desert without the murmurs of bustling tourists.
1: After your team wraps up, a coworker mentions a free concert downtown You've got some time to kill before your date tonight, so you figure why not. Within a few seconds, you're transported to a bustling venue where millions have gathered to watch a DJ perform.
0: After a few songs, you realize it's getting late. You remove your VR headset, leaving the virtual world behind. Instead, you snap on a pair of HoloLens glasses as you navigate the real world.
1: On the outside, they look like a visor with attached wraparound sunglasses and a small battery pack on the back. But behind those lenses, mixed reality gives you a view of so much more. Using holographic technology, you can watch the concert you're missing and follow walking directions to the bar.
0: As you enter the bar, you scan the room for your date. You're not sure what they look like, but your HoloLens immediately detects them. Once you start chatting, you're able to project your date's social media page beside them so you can reference their interests. Turns out, you both love to watch football.
1: This is what a day could look like with the Metaverse, a concept already being developed by tech tycoons like Mark Zuckerberg. A world where the internet and reality collide. Where you can be anywhere or anyone with a click of a button.
0: A world where literally anything is possible. At least, that's what tech tycoons want us to believe.
1: But sometimes it's not.
0: You can find episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify.
1: Over these last several episodes, we've taken you through some of the most controversial technologies in development today and the ways they could destroy or revolutionize
0: humanity. We examined both the pros and cons of what might be possible. From transhumanism to automation, artificiality and the metaphors, we're asking questions like, will mind-uploading allow us to live forever? Or will sharing our most intimate thoughts make us vulnerable to sophisticated hacks? Can bioengineering our children
1: eradicate deadly conditions? Or will it create more of a divide
0: between the classes? And will artificial intelligence lead to a world without manual labor? Or will the rise of AI mean the downfall of our species?
1: Today, we're taking a look at the metaverse and examining what it means to live inside the internet. From virtual reality to mixed reality and mind uploading, We'll see where the technology stands now and map out the two directions it could be headed.
0: The future may be hypothetical, but that means we still have time to dictate the outcome.
1: We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. There's one thing we can all agree on. Dealing with pests is a pain. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com/conspiracy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/conspiracy.
2: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be.
1: Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg took the mic at the Virtual Connect conference. There, he announced his company's next project. It was even more immersive than the social media platform he'd already designed.
0: It was called Meta. If you use Instagram or the Oculus, you've probably seen the Infinity logo as you load the apps. This new parent company was meant to house all of the tech Zuckerberg's company had acquired over the last decade.
1: They also had a long-term plan for these platforms. The company would use its resources to create something called the metaverse, and they weren't alone in this endeavor.
0: Microsoft has also been acquiring companies for the last few years with the metaverse in mind. In January 2022, they began negotiations to acquire gaming conglomerate Activision Blizzard. They said the partnership would give them the building blocks to create their own corner of the metaverse. Meanwhile, Google and Apple have also been developing products to prepare for the metaverse's arrival.
1: All of this sounds fun and exciting, but you're probably wondering, what even is the metaverse?
0: You're not the only one asking that question. Even a gaming company executive told author of The Metaverse, Matthew Ball, quote, The Metaverse is indeed the new buzzword everywhere today. But then, on the other hand, I think nobody has actually had first-hand experience in what it is. That's because the full concept of the Metaverse is only a theory, for now.
1: But it's a good one to bet on. According to the Pew Research Center, 31% of adults in the US say they are online almost constantly. 85% say they access the internet at least once a day. The metaverse is an attempt to capitalize on those statistics by offering a fully immersive virtual world that coexists with our own, a place where people can connect find communities, and grow their businesses.
0: Some companies have already planted the seeds of the metaverse. Take the game Fortnite, for example. It allows players to live a second life where they can socialize, fight, buy goods, and accrue digital tokens, all within the same universe.
1: But calling Fortnite the Metaverse would be equivalent to saying Google is the internet. It's rudimentary. The Metaverse hopes to take games and platforms to the next level by merging all of them into one singular cohesive universe.
0: In the same way we need a smartphone or computer to access the internet, we'll need hardware to access the Metaverse. One of the most crucial being virtual reality headsets.
1: In 2014, Facebook, now Meta, acquired a VR headset company called Oculus. The goggles provide a 360-degree view of a virtual living room, giving you access to countless games, apps, and workout spaces.
0: Zuckerberg hopes to make the Oculus the number one gateway to the metaverse, and his goals aren't far from reality. Currently, it's estimated that over 171 million people already use VR technology with some regularity. That's more than half the U.S. population.
1: However, Zuckerberg realizes we can't live our entire lives on a couch fully immersed in a digital world. Which is why he insists there will be another way to access the metaverse while navigating real life through a technology called Mixed Reality.
0: You've probably heard of Augmented Reality before. If you've played Pokemon Go or used a filter on Instagram, you've seen how computers can overlay digital characters or features onto the real world. But Mixed Reality takes this even further.
1: For the last several years, Microsoft has been developing something called the HoloLens. Unlike augmented reality technology, HoloLens is fully interactive and, in theory, could keep us engaged with the metaverse while navigating
0: real life. So how does it work? First, the glasses overlay holograms onto your surroundings. Then, using not much more than your fingers, you can move, click, reconstruct, or essentially do anything an ordinary computer mouse could do. Want to browse TikTok hands-free on the train to work? Or build digital Legos on your coffee table? HoloLens could make that all possible without the need of a laptop.
1: If the HoloLens sounds far from becoming reality, think again. Toby Busca, a semi-truck engineer in Chillicothe, Ohio, used the technology at his job as early as 2018.
0: Shortly after he started training, Busca's managers provided him with a HoloLens headset that overlaid digital diagrams on real machine parts. Busca said the technology was more beneficial than having another person train him, and he picked up on things faster.
1: But hardware isn't the only tool needed to bring the Metaverse to life. Many believe a critical piece will be decentralized currencies like Bitcoin, which are free from traditional banks and not bound to any one national currency. The idea is that they would be used to buy goods in the Metaverse, but also be cashed out as real dollars in the physical
0: world. Avatars, or computer graphic representations of users, will also be a key part of the metaverse. Thanks to graphical limitations and design interests, most avatars today look like cartoon characters, sometimes without much more than a floating torso and head. In fact, Zuckerberg faced some serious criticism when his company released a meta-game in 2022, using graphics that looked outdated by two decades.
1: But according to Meta's 2022 commercials portraying a future version of the metaverse, technological advancements in the years to come will eventually make our avatars look exactly like ourselves, or at least a version of ourselves.
0: A 2021 report issued by a crypto asset company called Grayscale projects that the metaverse might become a $1 trillion industry in the future. Brands like Nike have already launched their own digital worlds so customers can have immersive experiences and become more acquainted with the brand. Meanwhile, fast food chains like Wendy's have designed avatars for players to use in Fortnite. Even celebrities are bringing their businesses to the virtual world.
1: Lately, virtual concerts have been attracting millions of people to the early stages of the metaverse. Sometimes, the acts take place on a traditional stage while users get a front row seat to the action.
0: When Ariana Grande performed in Fortnite in August 2021, 78 million fans showed up. Audience members floated in bubbles or watched on clouds as a giant digital version of the singer performed in a dreamscape setting. Journalists estimated that she raked in more than $20 million for the one-time virtual performance.
1: On New Year's Eve 2021, Paris Hilton DJed in her own corner of the metaverse called Paris World, Those who participated could ride on virtual private jets, attend parties on digital yachts, and rent high-end sports cars. In fact, some celebrities and high-risk investors are even splurging on virtual
0: real estate. Metaverse Group is one of the first virtual real estate companies in the world. They're currently selling properties in worlds like Decentraland, which is said to be the digital version of Silicon Valley.
1: If you're wondering why someone might want real estate in the Metaverse, well, so are we. But Michael Gord, co-founder of Metaverse Group, believes the more time people spend there, the more they'll want to be close to the action. He says, quote, Imagine if you came to New York when it was farmland and you had the option to get a block of Soho. If someone wants to buy a block of real estate in Soho today, it's priceless. It's not on the market. And the same experience is going to happen in the metaverse.
0: Virtual real estate is being perceived as an investment. If you're buying in an area equivalent to Times Square, brands may want to use your property for advertising or buy you out over time. Even Snoop
1: Dogg is building a mansion in a digital world called Sandbox. Recently, someone invested $450,000, yes, U.S. dollars, just to be his neighbor.
0: This is just the beginning. Pretty soon, we won't be looking to merely invest in the digital world. We may actually be spending all of our time there.
1: As early as 2011, Russian entrepreneur Dmitry Itzkov shared the initiatives he hopes to achieve by 2045. Among them was one very controversial topic, uploading our minds to the metaverse before we die.
0: If you've been listening to our Future Tech series from the beginning, then you probably remember Elon Musk's brain computing interface, or BCI, called Neuralink. With BCIs, Itzkoff and his colleagues think we'll see a future where digital versions of ourselves live in an online repository.
1: There's also the possibility we could be downloaded into another form of artificial intelligence, or perhaps another working body down the line.
0: This technology is a ways away, but neural engineer Theodore Berger has some ideas on approaching it. If he can replace the part of the brain that stores and creates memories with a BCI, he can feed those signals directly into a computer. Berger's already tested this on rats and monkeys and plans to start human trials soon.
1: We know the metaverse sounds like the plot to Hollywood's next blockbuster, but as you can see, there's already a foundation in place. Yet, we're still far from creating a singular, cohesive virtual world. For example, all of the digital goods and tokens a user collects in Fortnite are only good there, not on other platforms. Metaverse enthusiasts hope to ultimately build one world where everyone can use the same currency, avatars, and goods. Currently, we don't have the computing, storage, and networking infrastructure to make this a reality.
0: At least, not yet. Just a decade ago, the idea of virtual reality headsets being as cheap as $300 was also a fantasy, as was the idea of a small pair of glasses holographically overlaying Instagram onto the real world.
1: Just because the tools aren't there now doesn't mean it's impossible. So perhaps it's time for us to consider the consequences of the metaverse before it
0: considers the consequences of us. Coming up, the metaverse and the threat it poses to our existence.
3: Behind every missing person is a story to be told. Look closely at the details and you may just find the answers. Find the answers, find the truth. I'm Sarah Turney, host of Disappearances. Every Thursday, join me for a deeper look into history's most gripping missing persons cases, tracking timelines, analyzing clues, and piecing together as many answers as possible to find the actual truth. From the tragedies of Amelia Earhart and Charles Lindbergh Jr. to the mysterious circumstances surrounding Tierra Williams and the Iguala Mass kidnapping, Each week on Disappearances, we're spotlighting the stories you thought you knew and the ones you'll be shocked to discover. Because no one just vanishes into thin air. The truth is out there, waiting to be found. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast Disappearances. Listen free only on Spotify.
1: This episode is brought to you by Terminix,
0: Now, back to the story. In
1: 1992, author Neil Stevenson coined the term metaverse in his third novel, Snow Crash. The story was set amongst a virtual world that infiltrated every part of the human experience. Over 15 million human-controlled avatars congregated in busy areas to shop, relax, work, and exercise. But these fictional users weren't just looking to expand their reality, they were seeking an escape from it.
0: In Snow Crash, crime and poverty ran rampant. The government failed its people and the fabric of society had fallen apart. The metaverse was a refuge for those looking to leave the real world behind, a place where the characters went to avoid their problems instead of solving them.
1: Which is why many feel Stevenson's novel is an eerie harbinger of what's to come.
0: The metaverse is still a hypothetical concept, but if it's a successor to the internet, that means it may inherit some of its most dangerous problems. Take privacy issues, for example. This might not be a concern you think about when you type in your search bar. It's probably not something you consider when clicking the accept all cookies button either.
1: But it should be, because while those cookies sound sweet and harmless, they're actually gathering and storing information about you on a granular level.
0: Social media companies use this data to customize your feed and get you to spend more time on their platforms. They can also figure out which news articles you might be attracted to and what pieces of propaganda could work best on you. Your data could even reveal things to companies such as your gender, race, and sexual orientation without ever sharing a photo.
1: If this technology is being used to track us on the internet, it will undoubtedly be present in the metaverse if not more powerful and precise than ever before.
0: The Future of Privacy forum stated in a recent report that a single 20-minute VR session could collect 2 million unique data points per user. For scale, Facebook only collects about 52,000 per user.
1: But since VR is more immersive, it has a lot more to work off of. For instance, it can track the way a person stands, walks, reacts, and even uses their eyes. Since VR headsets can also gather biometric data, it's cause for greater concern. Biometrics include fingerprints, voice prints, facial and retinal scanning. On paper, these technologies are used to operate games and avatars, but they could be weaponized against us.
0: For example, if your eyes linger on a colorful billboard for cosmetics for too long, it might mean you'll be seeing more ads for Maybelline or Sephora in your corner of the metaverse.
1: Or worse, it could provide critical information for hackers to steal. Consider how currently iPhones use fingerprints or facial recognition to unlock a device. If someone can snag your biometrics through the metaverse, It could give them access to anything that requires your touch or facial ID, your health records, your social media, even your banking.
0: Currently, there is no comprehensive federal privacy law in place for data mining. So when it comes to someone, or rather some corporation, sharing, selling, and using your personal information against you, it has to be prosecuted on a state-by-state basis.
1: And if you think certain conglomerates are willing to draw the line, you might want to think again.
0: In July 2022, Amazon made an interesting acquisition when it gobbled up iRobot, the company best known for the Roomba vacuums. While some saw this as a way for Amazon to expand its ventures, others worried it was a strategic move to get inside customers' homes.
1: Roombas have internal mapping technologies that allow them to learn and store floor plans of up to 10 different rooms. Ron Knox, a researcher who gives advice to businesses, wrote in The Atlantic that this is one of Amazon's most dangerous acquisitions.
0: He believes the information these robots collect will be useful to Amazon when targeting their customers. Not only can the device track what parts of the floor need cleaning, it can also tell you if you have a crib or a pet in your home, then try to sell you baby formula and dog food. While
1: advertising might seem benign, Knox says it's indicative of a large issue, corporate monopolies. Amazon accounts for a quarter of all online purchases. And acquisitions like iRobot help the tech giant grow even more dominant. In turn, small businesses struggle to
0: compete. If you need pet toys, Amazon will make the purchase just a click away. Many consumers elect for this efficiency and shop directly through the site, rather than search for the product elsewhere to help small businesses. And
1: these patterns could recur in the metaverse. Not only does almost every phone in the world run on either Apple or Google's operating systems, close to two decades ago, they teamed up. In 2005, Apple agreed to use Google as the default search engine on its Safari web browser on Mac. In years since, Google has gained footing as Apple's default search engine for all of its devices.
0: This partnership gave the companies unchecked power over the tech industry. They set the rules around which apps worked with their tech, and they charged a 15 to 30% sales fee on those apps. This often comes from the pockets of those startups and keeps them from succeeding long term.
1: While some supporters believe the metaverse will be a more democratized version of the internet, that might not be the case if history repeats itself. Apps, games, and worlds constitute the majority of the metaverse, and if big conglomerates don't make room for small companies to thrive, Apple or Google could become our corporate overlords.
0: While economic concerns are still something to consider down the line, there are more immediate threats posed by the metaverse. Some experts say spending too much time there could threaten our physical and psychological health.
1: In May 2018, the World Health Organization officially recognized gaming disorders under the Substance Use and Addictive Behaviors category. Research has shown that video games, the internet, and social media can create or exacerbate existing mental health issues. Things like anxiety, depression, body dysmorphia, and eating disorders.
0: Video games and social media are proven to release dopamine or feel-good transmitters throughout the brain during usage. It's these pleasure-creating chemicals that keep a user going back for more, leading to addictive patterns.
1: It can also lead to an individual neglecting work, sleep, relationships, personal hygiene, or their physical health. Because our phones and computers are already such an integral part of society, Sometimes a person's addiction goes unnoticed for several months or years before getting help. And considering the metaverse is expected to work like our current digital world, but deeply immersive, virtual encounters may become more addictive than before.
0: Let Charlie Brackey's story be a cautionary tale. As a kid, video games were just an after-school hobby for Charlie. He was a good student, but never let them get in the way of his future. But once Charlie set off for college, that changed.
1: As the New York Times reported, a breakup and a death in the family had Charlie retreating into the digital world full time. He stopped going to class and ignored text messages and visits from concerned friends. After failing many of his courses, he moved back home.
0: Charlie worked hard to piece his life back together. At age 24, he got his real estate license and moved to a new state. But following another breakup, Charlie fell back into his old ways. Video games helped him detach from his reality, and he found himself spending 90 hours a week inside the virtual world. Meanwhile, Charlie's boss put him on probation, and he had a hard time paying the bills.
1: Over the next month, Charlie's mother called every rehab center she could get a hold of, but none of them seemed to treat Charlie's particular issue. That is until she found one center in Washington state called Restart, specifically tailored for digital addiction.
0: Not only was the center a rare find, it was also incredibly expensive. $22,000 and a remortgage later, Charlie finally got the help he needed. But it's possible his story will sound more familiar as the metaverse sucks us in deeper.
1: According to a study done by the University of Southern California, the average American already spends 23 hours a week on the internet. Increasing that number could also mean decreasing our health.
0: Less time outdoors can lower levels of vitamin D, which supports our muscles, nerves, and immune system. Using VR headsets can also lead to a physical strain resulting in headaches and exhaustion. But the metaverse may also pose issues socially.
1: A 2019 national survey found some 37% of kids between 12 and 17 have experienced some form of harassment or bullying online. And studies have shown those exposed to cyberbullying have a higher risk of self-harm and suicidal ideation.
0: It's no mystery that harassment and hate speech play a major role in social media, but they're present in video games as well. A popular platform called VRChat has poor conduct like this happen every seven minutes on their forums, according to the Center for Countering Digital Hate. And in these virtual worlds, users have an avatar to hide behind, which makes a perpetrator more prone to commit these offenses, perhaps worse transgressions than they'd commit in real life.
1: That was player Chanel Siggins' experience when she strapped on a headset to play a game called Population One. Upon entering the virtual lobby, she was approached by an anonymous avatar who simulated vulgar gestures. After she asked the player to stop, they shrugged and walked away.
0: And since VR is beginning to offer full sensory experiences, situations like Chanel's are becoming more invasive.
1: Another player named Mary De Grazia uses a haptic vest along with her headset when she games. In July 2021, she was playing Population 1 when another player began groping her avatar's chest. Since the Vest uses vibrations to simulate what's happening in the virtual world, Mary could feel the assault from the other player.
0: Events like these are hard to regulate and monitor because they aren't always recorded. However, in 2022, Meta launched a tool called the Safe Zone, allowing users to block people and report inappropriate behavior. It's too soon to tell how effective the measure is, or how aggressively Meta is following up on these reports.
1: Luckily, the Metaverse doesn't have to be a permanent virtual stasis. Zuckerberg pitches it as an optional world, one we can leave whenever we choose. But if mind uploading becomes a possibility, leaving the Metaverse might be less likely, if not impossible and it'll come with its own set of existential problems.
0: Philosopher David J. Chalmers poses an excellent question. How are we sure, when we transfer our consciousness over to a computer, that the entity inside is truly us?
1: People like Chalmers have been debating the concept of consciousness since the dawn of time. On paper, the definition is the state of being aware, of having sensations, emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. But once our consciousness is separated from our physiological body and uploaded to a completely digitized one, do we lose a sense of ourselves in the process?
0: Currently, there's no telling how much autonomy we'll have over our digital existence. It's possible whoever owns the servers we live on could take possession, allowing our minds to be copied and our memories and experiences to be altered at their whim.
1: Our thoughts and most intimate experiences could be made available for others to see. Advertisers may be allowed to use or sell our minds to push their own agendas, perhaps showcasing a memory of us using a product or how often we thought about it.
0: For now, these are issues we can get ahead of if we play our cards right. With the right regulations and laws in place, the metaverse can be a safe space where we go to unwind after a hard week's work, a vacation in our own living room.
1: But there's practical applications for the metaverse as well. And some of its capabilities may
0: enhance
1: our lives Beyond our wildest dreams.
0: Coming up, the metaverse as a solution to the world's most pressing problems.
2: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be.
1: In 2017, science fiction novelist Neil Stevenson spoke with Vanity Fair about his novel Snow Crash. It had been almost 25 years since it was published, and while some called Stevenson a tech Nostradamus for his eerily accurate predictions on the metaverse, it's clear Snow Crash got one major element wrong. The setting.
0: The real world hadn't fallen into a dystopia like the one Stevenson imagined, which leaves room for hope. In fact, some people are working with metaverse technologies that could improve our lives more than they would destroy it.
1: In spring of 2022, 76-year-old John Faulkner was at an assisted living facility in Mason, Ohio, and suffering from dementia-related anxiety. Since he arrived, he'd become even more emotionally withdrawn.
0: At first, his treatment plan consisted of antipsychotic drugs and an antiquated form of reminiscence therapy. This required nurses to remind him of his early years through photographs, music, and old videos. But the process didn't seem to benefit John long-term.
1: Until they brought virtual reality into the mix.
0: John and his wife were fervent travelers, so when he put on the VR headset and ventured to places like Ireland's Cliffs of Moher, it made a massive difference in his well-being. The experience gave John a 360-degree view of the location, where he could walk around and explore old touch points, just as he and his wife had years ago. All it took
1: was one 45-minute session a week for John's recovery to reach a turning point. Three months after starting the program, he reportedly needed less medication for his anxiety and became more social around the facility.
0: Virtual reality companies like Rendever and MindVR have put a lot of their resources into helping seniors with therapeutic technologies like these. Between the two of them, there are close to a thousand different care communities around the U.S., Canada, and Australia who now regularly use the tech.
1: Virtual reality is also helping those who deal with physical issues like phantom limb pain or PLP. This neuropathic syndrome can cause someone to feel an itching or discomfort in an extremity after amputation.
0: Because PLP is believed to be a wiring issue between the brain and the missing extremity, it can be hard to treat. But inside the metaverse, there might be some long-term solutions for PLP. Experiments
1: have shown patients find relief when the brain is tricked into thinking the limb is still there. First, the candidate is equipped with small electrodes on the stump of the missing limb. Then they access a virtual world using an avatar who can pick up items and interact with the space, which tricks the user's brain into believing it's operating with the missing
0: limb. But VR's capabilities aren't exclusive to PLP. In November, 2021, the FDA authorized the first virtual reality product to be marketed as a treatment option for most chronic pain.
1: More than 50 million Americans suffer from chronic pain and the medications prescribed to treat those conditions can be addictive or less effective over time. Which is why many are turning to virtual reality as an alternative form of medicine as the New York Times Magazine reported in April, 2022.
0: Take 55 year old Julia Monterosso, for example. For a year and a half, Julia suffered from gastrointestinal pain in her lower abdomen as well as a herniated disc in her back. It became so painful, she had to give up her job as a housekeeper and had a hard time making ends meet.
1: Julia visited several unexpected corners of the metaverse to alleviate her pain. First, her doctors dropped her into a lush forest resembling Yosemite a location she frequented with her son, who passed away in a car crash months earlier. Then she arrived at a peaceful beach setting. Inside the program, doctors could see her heart rate was lowering and her pupils were less dilated, which meant Julia was relaxing in a way she wasn't used to.
0: After that, the roles reversed. Julia entered a virtual world where she became the doctor, analyzing an avatar with similar gastrointestinal symptoms as her. There, she learned how stress caused the flow of oxygen to go to the brain rather than the intestines, which needed it most. By learning these brain-body connections, Julia understood how to control her own health and alleviate her own pain.
1: Educational programs like this could become a huge part of the metaverse experience, and it isn't limited to understanding our bodies.
0: During the COVID-19 pandemic, more than 90% of American students had their education interrupted. Suddenly, classrooms were turning to virtual learning spaces like Zoom. But internet distractions were just a click away, and children felt less socially engaged than before.
1: Some futurists believe classes in the metaverse could revolutionize the education experience. Learning about the space station wouldn't mean reading passages from an old textbook. Instead, it could mean touring a virtual rendering of the space station
0: itself. Listening to stories about Mark Antony and Cleopatra could be far more engaging if the setting was ancient Egypt and the stories themselves were playing out all around the students.
1: People could also learn languages faster by immersing themselves in these virtual environments, as was the case with Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in upstate New York.
0: Along the Hudson River sits one of the Institute's first immersion labs. Inside is a 15-foot walled 360-degree projection system that allows students to travel to places like China There, they can practice their Mandarin amongst a city backdrop, interacting with AI avatars who test their proficiency in the language.
1: A student named Julian Wong expressed to the New York Times that he expected this headset-free version of a metaverse classroom to be corny, but he admitted he was taken aback by how engaged he was with the process.
0: The president of the school, Shirley Ann Jackson, has also seen positive results. She found students who used this program picked up Mandarin twice as fast as those who use traditional methods.
1: Virtual reality could even bring education outside of the classroom and inside the courtroom, particularly by teaching jurors how to better assess crime scenes.
0: Over the last decade, forensic researchers have turned to virtual reality headsets to place the jury at the scene of a crime or accident. The hope is that they'll make more informed decisions and know the parameters and possibilities of an environment before coming to a conclusion.
1: One of the first instances of jurors using VR headsets actually happened back in 1992 when members of a California jury were asked to assess a motorcyclist's accident. They watched a VR reconstruction of the accident and were asked to determine whether Honda itself was responsible for technical failures or if it was the driver's own liability. After seeing the dangerous terrain firsthand, they sided with Honda.
0: And this was when virtual reality was still in its infancy. Attorney Mitch Jackson told Bloomberg News that by 2027, he believes VR will be the norm, not the exception in the courtroom. By giving a jury this firsthand experience, wrongful convictions could plummet, maybe even become a thing of the past.
1: Unique experiences that could either be therapeutic, educational, or informative are just a few benefits of the metaverse. Some futurists believe the scope will get much larger once we've perfected the application of mind uploading technologies.
0: On a more immediate level, uploading our consciousness could allow us to have unlimited intelligence. With brains that operate on software rather than chemicals and biology, we could take in more information than we ever thought possible. Consuming a book or webpage could take seconds rather than hours.
1: Our current forms of communication like speech, facial expression, and writing are hindered by our body's own processing power, but if our minds all exist in the metaverse, it could allow for deeper connections as information and experiences are exchanged in milliseconds.
0: Entrepreneur Dmitry Itzkov and his colleagues believe mind-uploading could be mankind's true fountain of youth the only way to reach immortality. And once we've been uploaded, the possibilities will be seemingly endless.
1: Biotech CEO and contemporary of Itscoff, Martin Rothblatt, hopes that we will be able to make mind clones with the data, replicas of ourselves, so we can be in two places or more at once. We could simultaneously experience work life and home life without having to choose. Maybe even travel to Europe while another version of ourselves is halfway to
0: Mars. Of course, we're just referring to your consciousness. But even after your body dies, it's possible we could persist in new forms, even outside of the metaverse.
1: If our data could be uploaded to other bodies or AI shells, we might be able to live for centuries without having to say goodbye to the ones we love. We'd still be able to teach others our craft, complete old projects we couldn't get done, maybe even see our great-great-great-grandchildren follow in our footsteps.
0: Rather than sending our bodies on ships in search of distant universes, our uploaded consciousness could live inside a metaverse system for light years. Then, upon reaching our new planet, those minds could be shared with life there.
1: It's estimated that over 110 billion people have died before us, each of them taking their own stories, thoughts, and personal experiences to the grave. But the metaverse promises a future where those memories never cease to exist
0: where we can learn anything from anyone in an infinitely expansive universe one we can access with a click of a button a place where the past present and future exist in a concurrent world parallel to our own
1: the future of technology may seem terrifying destructive lethal even when it comes to the survival of our species
0: But innovation is a natural part of the evolutionary experience. It's all in how we treat it and how we use it to treat others.
1: As historian Christian Longa once said, technology is a useful servant, but a dangerous master. May his words be a guiding light as the metaverse becomes more than hypothetical and instead becomes our reality. Thanks for tuning in to Conspiracy Theories. We'll be back next time with an all-new episode. You can find all episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify.
0: Until then, remember, the truth isn't always the best story. And the
1: official story isn't always the truth.
0: Conspiracy Theories is a Spotify original from Parcast, executive produced by Max Cutler. Our head of programming is Julian Boireau. Our supervising sound designer is Russell Nash, with Nick Johnson as our head of production and Trent Williamson as our senior production specialist. Ben Bishop is our supervising editor and Derek Jennings is our writing lead. This episode of Conspiracy Theories was written by Lori Gottlieb, edited by Ben Hanani and Kate Gallagher, fact checked by Kevin Johnson, researched by Bradley Klein, recorded by Freddie Rivera, produced by Bruce Kotovich, and sound designed by Carrie Murphy. Our hosts are Carter Roy and me,
3: Molly Brandenburg. Hi, listeners. I'm Sarah Turney, host of Disappearances. In 2020, I used social media to help bring justice to my sister Alyssa's nearly two decades-long disappearance. Now, every Thursday, I'm exploring the many reasons people disappear and finding that the truth may be even harder to locate than the person. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast Disappearances. Listen free only on Spotify.